Hey, hey guys. So welcome back to another week of Blending in Business podcast. I'm so excited. Today's episode is the first interview of 2023. I'm interviewing not only a friend of mine, but the founder and the publishing editor of Triad Voice magazine. You guys, Chelsea Smith is so amazing. The magazine is so amazing. I'm not saying this because she's my friend, but yes, but no. (laughs) Anywho, tune in, you guys. It's great. We talk about how the magazine got started, things she's been kind of going through navigating this new business journey. Tune in and make sure you share with a friend. Tag us at Blended in Business Podcast and also tag at Triad Voice Magazine. Welcome to the Blended in Business Podcast, where we talk about all the things uncut, unedited, because we are real, authentic people delivering real, authentic advice. Tune in now. Hello, and welcome to the Blended in Business Podcast. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for having me. I'm really Thank you for coming on. I'm excited <laughs> about this combo. Oh, boy. <laughs> Buckle up, friends. Oh, my. (laughs) So this is the amazing Chelsea, who is the founder and publishing editor of Triad Voice magazine. So for people who don't know, can you tell them who is Chelsea? What is Triad Voice? Wonderful question. Um, So Triad Voice magazine is a community publication, and it celebrates culture it celebrates um, women of color in the community. And our job is to amplify voices that sometimes go unheard. And a way we amplify those voices is we put those voices in print and we share their stories and we highlight events that may be relevant to them. Me, Chelsea, my job at this time is just to facilitate. Uh, I'm just driving the car for now. (laughs) (laughs) You're driving the car? Yes, just driving the car for now. Um, but yes, that is me and that is what I do. And it's a wonderful thing. Awesome. So what inspired you to start a magazine? <laughs> you know, someone asked me this this week. And <clears throat> honestly, the one quote that popped into my head was, I'm sick of this. And um I felt that please elaborate when you say that (laughs) (laughs) there's my PR representative. (laughs) Um, I was not seeing a lot of representation amongst community publications. I was not seeing a voice being wounded to um, certain people in our community that are making impact, that are working to change the narrative, that are working to make our community a better place. And um, sometimes when you're really sick of something, you can either complain or you can narrate a change. And I chose to narrate a change. So you threw on the boots and strapped up and was like, all right, I'm about to start a whole last magazine. What an adventure. Yes, it's exactly what I did. (laughs) (laughs) So is this your first time doing something in this way? Is this your first entrepreneurship journey? Tell us about it. It's not. Um. I um, have always found ways to express my creativity and the way I've expressed it is by sharing it with our community. So 
prior to Try Voice Magazine, I had the opportunity, the fortune to do Creatively Shay, which is where I would create crafts that I believed would be beautiful for gifts or home decor. And people believed in me enough to buy these gifts or these home decor pieces and share them with themselves or their family or their loved ones. Before that, my daughter, when she was born, she had eczema and the store-bought brand soaps were not working for her. And I was finding that sourcing organic soaps were becoming costly for my family. So I ended up taking a soap making course um, and a course that taught me how to make um, natural skincare and use um, preservatives that were based from vegetables and that weren't as harsh on skin. And I named it Pink Lemonade. And so I had a skincare business. And before that, when I was in college, I was looking for extra income. And I was fascinated by um, African wax textile. It was such a beautiful, beautiful thing that I wasn't seeing enough of. So I would um, buy African wax print from overseas. And I would make jewelry pieces with it. So this is not my first rodeo. But this every rodeo is very That's different. Awesome. You see a problem and you're like, let me solve it. That's literally the definition of entrepreneurship in this world. This is awesome. Okay. So what would you say has been your biggest blessing of your entrepreneur journey so far? Um, I would definitely say it's impacting others and their lives. Um, the thing that brings me joy is of course, everyone's like, oh, I made a sale. That's wonderful. But it's after the sale. It's the feedback from your client. It's the, oh, my gosh, I love this soap. It was so relaxing. Or it's the, oh, my gosh, I love this gift. Such and such loved it. Or I love these ornaments. Or now that I have voice, it's the, oh, my goodness, I'm in tears. I've never been in print before. Can I get five copies? I want to share it with my mother. So for me, the reward is positively impacting others' lives and hopefully um, reminding them that they are important, that their voice is heard, and that we do love whatever service or whatever thing they're doing in the community. That's amazing. So of course, I have to also ask, what has been the biggest hurdle that you had to get over in this entrepreneurship journey? Ooh, um, I would say discipline. I'm a very free spirit. A lot of creatives are very free spirited. And I think that's why having a team is so vital because none of us are perfect. None of us are going to be the best at everything. And um, for me, discipline, having a rigorous schedule, that's not something that brings me joy. I like to create and grow things and fulfill visions. So for me, becoming extremely disciplined um, and for me really tapping into where I lack structure. Uh, yeah, that's been some hurdles for me that I'm facing. Yeah. Teamwork definitely makes the dream work because I know I'm also a creative. So the discipline thing kind of like lacks for me as well. And so having someone that can kind of hold or a team that can hold you accountable and like that's their strength and you guys kind of all join forces and have a, like a united front. That's like success right there. Absolutely. I agree with you. I mean, I'm serious. I feel that when I kind of moved into the season for doing voice, God was very intentional, not only about he was, I mean, for real, it was like, hey, you know, you're not good at anything with a spreadsheet, right? So 
he would bring same <laughs> he would bring people into my life that were like I love a good spreadsheet I was like do you well come on board and yes I still look at people we're like I love Excel I'm like oh yeah. <laughs> but we need we need those people we need we, them. we do and even down to my friends like I noticed a shift of the people that I was gravitating towards and my friends are nothing like me so it's it's been an interesting season but I'm very grateful and just I feel very blessed to be here oh that's awesome so <laughs> what brings you joy why would you ask me that <laughs> it doesn't have to be business it could be anything what brings you joy like when you think like you know what I love this or I love doing it like it sparks a fire in you and you're just like so happy and at peace <laughs> Like that's, that's the golden ticket question. And honestly, I'm going to start asking this question to every guest on the show because I'm a huge fan of what brings you joy. And that's my answer to everything. If someone questions something I'm doing, like, well, it brings me joy. Like no one can, you can't combat that. Like, what are you going to say when someone's like, well, it brings me joy. Like, oh, well, suck it. Like what you can't, you can't be mean. You can't be mean to someone when they tell you that something brings them joy. Like, for example, I decided to add another subscription service. <laughs> or TV because I really wanted to watch Best Man Holiday and Lou was like um did you really need to do that I said you know watching this truly brings me joy he literally he couldn't argue that he's like well all right I, I see <laughs> that sounds domestic I don't touch the domestic I love both you and Lou so he's, gonna gonna listen, he's gonna listen to this episode like so you played me yeah Good. okay I have Thanks. no comment <laughs> Um, no, babe, it really did bring me joy if you're listening to this. Okay. <laughs> uh, what brings me joy? Um, what brings me the joy is knowing that my parents are healthy and happy and that their needs and their wants are cared for. Uh, seeing my children in our raised garden beds, excited about new vegetables and fruits and plucking them, just Seeing a smile on the people's faces that I love the most and knowing that they're safe and that they're healthy and that they feel loved is really what helps me sleep at night. That's amazing. Let's get into this garden real quick. We're not going to bypass the rain. Oh, no. Because, you know, <laughs> spring is right around the corner. Are we planting things this season? What's happening in the garden? Okay, we are definitely planning things this year. Last year, we launched Triad Voice Magazine on Juneteenth and... There was a lot of learning there. That was a season where I was growing things and planting seeds, but not necessarily things that I could eat. Well, I guess I do eat off of voice. But anyway, um, <laughs> this make that money, sis. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> we are. Um, but this year we are really excited. I'm really excited to plant some things every year. We have a cut flower garden because I love going outside and cutting bouquets for our home and for our friends and for our family. And we're also going to do some vegetables. We have a strawberry patch and I love picking the strawberries and making a homemade cobbler. But this year, I think we're going to go ahead and try some snap beans, some squash. If the squash bugs will please give us at least one month, some eggplant. We always do peppers um, and we'll see what else. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see what else. Whatever strikes our fancy, we'll plant that as well. But we're going to be growing this year. We're going to be in the dirt. That sounds like Okay, so let's go ahead and we can wrap this up. 
how can we keep up with Triad Voice and anything cool that's happening with Triad Voice coming up that you'd like to share? Fill all the tea. Yay! So this year has been an amazing year for Voice. We haven't been in here for a business. Um, we haven't been in business for a year, but um, we've managed to sponsor a lot of events in the community that I think are very culturally appropriate. And speaking from right now, in February, we've partnered with Aperture Cinemas, and they are going to be hosting um, Black Cinemas with a carefully curated selection of movies that were not only um, maybe produced by Black producers, Black screenwriters. Just They were very intentional in picking these movies and making sure that they showcase men of color. And this year, the showcase is based around Black fatherhood, which I think holds near and dear to... Yes, 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 I love it. So we are a proud media sponsor of that event. We were just the media sponsor for the Nia Franklin, the Nia Amani Franklin Symphony event, which was- How was that? Oh my goodness. It's like Black Girl Magic? It was Expect the Unexpected. Woo, that girl came singing um, Southern Gospel, R&B, classic, um, classic symphony music and she came um as a composer for music that she had written and i just sat there i thinking, saw that part on instagram i said like, okay well her red bottoms and composing i'm here yeah. for it oh my yes it was everything about it was so incredible and i really want to point out the diversity in that room like um there was there was us being a melting pot brings out the most beautiful things. And I think that's what the Nia Amani Franklin concert uh, symbolized. We sat next to an older white couple. Um, in front of us was a young black couple. We saw a Latin couple in the audience. There were just so many backgrounds, so many people all mixed in. And it was just a beautiful blend. And we were all there to enjoy music. And it kind of seemed like during the R&B section, I kind of felt like some of us in the crowd that were more familiar with R&B were kind of like, oh, yes, please do it. And then when she was doing more traditional symphony, some of us more familiar with that were just amazed. And if you were familiar with gospel she sang, give me Jesus and people were weeping and it was just for me as an entrepreneur, everybody. Yes. Like, and just being able to sponsor that event and be in that room and see it transpiring was such a humbling, beautiful experience. That's so awesome. Um, Oh, Oh, but how to keep up with us. So on Instagram, triad voice on Twitter, triad voice on Facebook. We have a Facebook profile. Send us a friend request triad voice on facebook we also have a business page triad voice mag and you can always check us out on the web at our home base which is triad voice mag mag.com that's awesome and because i don't mind plugging how can they reach out to you if they would like an ad in the magazine please email us at hello at triadvoicemag.com. You can also send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. We have an opportunity and a space for everyone with any budget. Um, Because we're a free community publication, we do rely on advertising dollars. Um, But we promise you there is a space for every budget. And we love, love spotlighting businesses in our community that are helping us grow. I love it. This is awesome. Thank you so much, Chelsea, for hopping on this episode with me. 
Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here and I cannot wait to see what other podcasts you will be releasing this year. Awesome. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.